boy Team Respect, man. Long live Boog, man. I love what y'all got going on, man. AP Tato. Respect, salute to the struggle, man. This is Silent Pressure. Silent Pressure. Silent Pressure Podcast. I am Bird Beater Energy. And I am AP First Lady K. And we applying straight, straight pressure. pressure. How you gonna survive? Surrounded by wolves. You gotta be strong enough to stand alone. A lot of losses. losses. A, lot a lot of lessons. lessons. Silent Pressure, where I'm from, it can either make, make you, you or break you. On the Silent Pressure Podcast. Tune in on the Anchor app. Yo, yo. Yeah. All right, Silent Pressure, Silent Pressure. Episode today, we got a very special guest. One of St. Louis' own, man. Second generation string of hustlers. Man, the many businesses. Not only just uh, someone that I've known for a long time. Actually, my father-in-law, man. Uh, Mr. Leo Smith, Mr. Terry Leo Smith. Uh, with no further ado, I'm going to let you introduce yourself. Uh, introduce yourself to the people, explain some of the businesses and how long you've been maneuvering and grooving through the city and what solid pressure is to you. What's going on, people? You know, this this your guy, T-Love, known on the streets, T-Love, whatever. But, um, you know, I've been uh, around this solid pressure thing for a minute. And uh, I think he's doing a good thing, you know. And um, the businesses I do, I do, you know, I'm a hustler of a minute. That's you know, right. nothing illegal, nothing like that. But, you know, I, I keep my hands in a lot of things, keep that paper moving, you know. You heard it. You heard it first from the man himself, you know. Legal Beagle, man. That's right. All right. Uh, I just wanted to dive in on a couple questions. Uh, Basically, just uh, what is silent pressure to you? Your definition, you know, to the people, what you, your aspect, your point of view of it. Well, you know, they, you know, silent pressure exactly. I guess it is what it, what it, what it say. It's silent pressure. You know, too much pressure can bust a pipe. Uh, you know, if if you know you holding a lot of things in, whether you take it personal, or you know whatever whatever you apply pressure to is applying pressure and it's silent pressure. Yeah, you know? they can't have one without the other. Yeah, it all yeah. falls the same. Definitely. De- uh, like I say, uh. We've been at this thing for a while. You know, if you want to share with the people, I understand. Just kind of went through a health experience that you had over there and just give, you know, people probably just might need to hear some insight on about handling some things and what you have experienced. You don't mind sharing with the people uh, about your recent experience, man, with your health. Well, you know, uh, when you reach that 50 mark, you know, a lot of things can, you know, your body start taking a big change and, you know, you don't, you don't too much care about your body when you run in the streets and you 20 and 30 and all the things you endure, just the streets alone, uh, you know, where your body, but, you know, when you drinking and whatever you're doing for your, for your pleasures, your, your weed time or whatever it is you do, you got to think about when you're getting older, what that stuff is doing to your body. You know, and uh, oh. I've, I've just recently, yeah. So basically, for just to make this clear to the people, so we we on point, and I heard you clearly. Just telling them, 
everything that you do, man, that you consume into your body, everything from breast, health, eat, mentally, all this, it stores up when you hit that 50 mark, right? Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay. You know, you know, a lot, a lot of people don't make it to see 50. Not in these times yes, we are in yes, these days, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And not, you know, it's just, you know, it's it's more so you can eat healthy, you live a healthy life, and you something still can go wrong. You know, That's you, right. you never know what God got in store for you. Yeah. You know, but what but what struck me, you know, out the out of the sky blue, is you know, I'm, I'm having a normal day. I'm 50 years old. I'm driving down the street. Next thing you know, I'm having a heart attack. Oh, man. You know, and that was like um, three days ago, Friday. Friday yeah. morning, I'm having a heart attack. I'm being rushed to ER, you know, not really knowing what's going on. When you going through all this, what's crossing your mind at this time, you know, when you were experiencing the, uh, the, fail, the failure in your body and the, the not knowing, was you, was you still worried or was you aware of how serious things was or you just took it as just a normal day you know we we from st louis man you know we we tough as rocks around here man you know we roll hard as niggas. yes sir yes sir exactly but this i've had this feeling prior maybe 30 days ago 15 days ago here it come and go it, and it'll come and go for like five or ten minutes and it'll go and i'll, I'll brush it off and go on by my way but this particular day and time it stuck around for about a couple of hours you know, so at that point, I knew something went right. You know, oh yeah. And um, and I, when you know when something ain't going right with your body, you, all your functions, you know, just drop. Yeah. You know, from from hard to breathe, you can't swallow, you 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 can't think because your mind is all over the place. You know, my right arm went limp. I couldn't move my right arm. I'm breaking out of cold sweats. You know, so I'm thinking like it's it's time for me to check up out of here. <laughs> Man, so you know, I had to rush to the ER. There's, there's, there's definitely not a place that we, you know, we looking forward to you doing, and we need you around, man, because you offer and you are a great gem to the community, to the family, and just to the city as well. So you know, we glad that guy then hit that stop button on that clock, because when the time comes, it definitely comes. But you know, he give us another shot at things so we can suck up some of this wisdom and this experience off what you have. Because there's many, many men out here that's borderline riding and they not knowing. That's why it's important for you to share and we taking advantage of this opportunity to give us some insight and some enlightenment on there. One more question on this, though, before I, you answer back. Do you think in the men, just men in general, do you think that we are eager to see what's going on with us or we prolong do we harvest things over the years just as men because me personally i'm not a fan of going to the doctor and doing checkups yeah i think i think it's a man thing you know what i'm saying if you with a good woman you that woman is always going to tell you you know go get checked out or you know don't do this to your body don't do that but we don't take heed to these um these things, you know what I'm saying? If you're getting headaches, you know, we we man enough, we'll man it out and we won't say nothing or or we, you know, a little chest pain, we man it out, we won't say nothing. But these things could be signs, yeah. you know, that you need to be going to get checked out. And uh and I think, yeah, men have a, a problem when we're going to the hospital. Woman go 
and get a well woman every year, men should do the same as well. I agree. You know? I'm in totally agreement. And uh, from her on out, man, that's a form of silent pressure that I feel, man, is a taller man that's out here listening, man, just definitely. We should just take this moment and honor that before sometime too soon is too late you know it's never too soon to go see what's going on with you and uh like i said again you know firsthand from a someone with the experience that nearly had a heart attack that stopped his life walked in it in the hospital people doctors telling him they you know they don't even know how he even made it so far on in and me personally experiencing myself you know losing my father um, within the last past year, just watching him. So he's going to hospitals and always, I've always seen the difference in his appearance. Um, like I say, you, you have to almost nearly drag us in. And just off of these two situations, I've losing my father and then my father-in-law experiencing this. It kind of maybe changed my perception, man, and... We, we, we not getting no younger every day and things. It's not restoring our health either, man. We got we to get a healthy diet. We got to get a healthy skin. Besides some things, you know, do everything in moderation. But, you know, just to switch it up. Your point of view, let's get some insight on the city, man. man. Uh, what is the advantage that you experience in St. Louis? Just growing up as a whole. Well, um, jump into the city, man. I mean, you 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 get out of the city what you put in it. If you're in the city doing good things, good things gonna happen to you. But if, if you were a clown in the city, you you gonna get clowned around because St. Louis ain't really nothing to be playing around here with. You know what I'm saying? And and far as yep. is the city, I have no no bad vibes about the city. You know, I'm I'm good and free to go go wherever I please and. You know, most people say, well, I'm not going to go on the west side. I'm not going to go on the east side. But I have good vibes around these these streets. You know what I'm saying? So the streets ain't really tough, tough when it comes to that. You know, but like I said, yeah. if you out here doing bad things in the streets, the streets will catch up with you. For sure, man. No, touching back on that, just uh, it could be previous or it could be prior or recent just an unfair advantage that you would say the city offered you you know uh, personally experienced an unfair advantage meaning just like when you had to take something and take lemons and turn it into lemonade you know whether that was spiritually wise personally wise mentally wise relationship wise however it was man just an unfit situation that you that was sour that you had to turn it sweet you know, and maintain your faith through it. I would say, man, just um, I don't know. It's, it's I guess it's all in the person. You know what I'm saying? You know, I I don't I don't give off bad vibes to to run into bad situations. You know what I'm saying? I always try to keep my situations good, even when it's a bad situation. You know what I'm saying? You you yeah. feel. You feel bad vibes, then you you go left or you go right. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to stick around. So I put myself in a position to be around good people. You know what I'm saying? So that way I don't have to have those bad spirits around. 
definitely. You know. Uh, man, I, I would say as a whole, as a, a, a unfair advantage that I was dealt in the city, I would say, you know, uh, just growing up in St. Louis, me personally, uh, the lack of resources that was provided growing up here, that mm-hmm. was like an unfair advantage to me. And due to the lack of resources, it produced a certain character and mentality into me into the, all the men and role models that was, you know, um, in my neighborhood, my areas, just throughout right. the city. It just gave you more of a line heart, I feel. It put more hustle in you because you didn't have the resources available or the funding or the community or the structure environment, you know, with the upper hand and inheritance. So it kind of just gave that underdog glow. And I see that a right, lot right. in the younger guys and the older guys. And I think that's just something that's going to glow on us no matter where we at in America, just city to city, ghetto to ghetto, anybody that lack resources and lack uh, opportunity, you know, right, right. You turn them lemons into lemonade, and you know that's just that's kind of what I I picture St. Louis. You know, it's two sides of the city. Right, right. But yeah. uh, I, I, with that, I, I try to just you know. Like you said, you turn lemon into lemonades, but you know you you have to turn your situations from bitter to sweet. You know, even if you don't have the the resources handed to you, I mean, it's all type of other things you can do to go out there and get the resources. You know, I'm not a, a high school graduate or college grad or nothing like that, but yeah. and I'm not trying to say that um, I'm I'm a rich guy or I got it going on. I'm living check to check like everybody else in the city, but yeah. I don't try to hold nothing that um no type of resources or anything that against what i'm trying to do or what i'm doing you know yeah. what i'm saying because i just put my mind to things and i i go get it yeah, you know and funny. a lot of people a lot of people out here it's it's it's, it's so much now it's the internet and and there's so much uh ways to do things without having to do a crime to do it i i would say our youth just have to just get out here and talk to the older older people a little more and and uh, don't be so distant or violent toward the elders and stuff like that. And just have a conversation and just communicate. I and the older guys, I put that on them too. They have to communicate to the younger guys. Communication you is know? everything. Yes, sir. Yeah, you have to have conversation. You just can't right. walk past these guys when you see them doing wrong or you scared. They gonna pull out a scrap or something. You know, you, you just have to talk to them. Uh, you know what I'm saying? That's what they missing. They missing their conversation. I think it's pretty dope that you mentioned that, like you said, uh, you didn't graduate or, you know, have a GED. Some of the most successful men, black men, any of the ethnicity, uh, millionaires, we talk, you know, millionaires, billionaires, man, uh, never had a diploma from any sort of college or nor high school. And that don't make yeah. you a failure. I just think that's that's a uh, a set system that's structured. Exactly, to, it's just to make a system you feel set like back. You're a part, yeah, to make you feel like you're a part of something. Because yeah. um, I know dudes that that graduated from college and still don't have the American dream and job. And I know people that have worked all their life that still don't own homes. And I know people that 
worked all their life and never even took a trip out the city. And I know young dudes that risk it all in the street and never make it to 50, just like you said. So like, like at the end of the day, I think it's a balance that you have to create. And that's start with, like you said, the communication. Exactly. You, you hit it on the head. The communication is what keep us all afloat. That's, yeah. that's spiritually wise, that's community wise, and that's just uh, setting our pride aside. Most fools will uh, run from reasoning. They're rather a war than to reason, you know, setting your pride aside. And we can agree and disagree, and it don't all have to end bad. Exactly. We can, uh, you know, that's just what makes things structure. We we have to, everybody have to have some type of direction of their own or we all just followers, man. But yeah, uh, yeah. like you said, For communication sure. is that gap. And That's the gap. And and their thing, their thing and their thing has been for years is to divide and conquer. Yes, and if sir. they can divide us, they're going to continue conquering us. But once man. we become a hold and sit down and communicate with each other, and then they're gonna see, they're gonna see how much we're communicating with each other, and they're not gonna be able to get that off. The, the you biggest, know what I'm saying? The biggest threat of what you're saying is, you gotta look at the ones that came before us. Malcolm X, we can even go biblical, Moses, even Christ Himself, right? I'm gonna, mm-hmm. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna shoot it up the ladder. Anytime you have someone that's bringing peace, equality, uh love not not a soft love i think when people hear the word love they take it they they put it in the wrong bracket love can hurt love can kill love can heal love can separate love can bring together love is strong love you got to love hard and when you picture this word love is modern modernized is like downplay it's dumbed down and it's really not nothing to play with like i say man um it's not i just think you know the communication and when it's when you bringing people together it's the information man for sure that's 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 gonna either cost you your life or it's gonna cost you to be silent and you know that's why we bringing this silent pressure to the people man because Hey, the silent is pressure is the most powerful is pressure. And if they don't get that, they just not getting it. You know, um, we have to stick together. Communication is key, like you said. And yeah. just sharpening man, sharpening man, like iron sharpening iron, that is a known fact, you know. And for sure. Just hurting each other out, man. That's it. And man, they're just showing a little more love out here. That's right. You know, families need to tighten it up. Brothers and That's sisters, right. cousins, uncles need to tighten it up. Tighten that love thing up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's all right to love your friends, but I don't. I find it very impossible to love your friends more than you love your own birth brother and sister. But the thing, you know, is- how can you have a type of hatred for your brother and sister and go outside and love your friend? The, but the you thing, know, you have to get it right within yourself. The thing with that is. I think me personally, just off my experiences, watching 
all right, every time someone passed, either brought people closer to me or it pushed people away from me. You know, and I had a few experiences just in this city, St. Louis, you won't have funerals back to back to back to back. Sometimes they bring people together, sometimes they separate people. But the thing is, I had to learn that the word family, you have two families on this earth. You have a born family and you have a spiritual family. When you start tapping into your spiritual family, it's like God established and direct and put people in your path that you never even grew up with, you never shared a tub with, you never shared a soda or broke bread with. That spiritual family. And you have some spiritual family that's within your family. All family ain't gonna be. And I think that more that you can touch with the spiritual family is decreasing on your earthly family your earthly body your earthly man and it's important because if you keep trying to chase after the earthly family and your earthly man your earthly feelings emotions you're gonna end up still with that sore heart and that burden and that's kind of when the spiritual man takes over you just gotta love through the hate love through the misunderstanding and try to give people time to come around because the more that you apply pressure to a situation sometimes it's better to be silent to apply silent pressure instead of applying full forceful pressure give people time to come around because when you're silent people don't know what's going on and it kind of trigger off something in them when you're silent it puts something in their brain but when you're steady calling and texting every day or you popping up and you forcing people to be a certain way it really don't produce nothing and that that's the type of pressure that can bust the pipe instead of creating a diamond yeah I mean when you <laughs> when you break it down like that you you jump into a whole spirit spiritual level of um, you know a religious level part side of it you know um beyond the religion side of it like you said you know you go to many funerals and this and that but funerals are are like uh family reunions you know you barely see most of these people until you go to a funeral you see everybody you know but you don't see these same people on a regular basis as a just a, a person or a family member that's that's coming around you to show love or whatever and then but you go to the funeral you see everybody Definitely. But soon, soon as the tail lights leave the graveyard, everybody can separate. They go, they go their own way. You don't hear or see from them again. Hey, you know, my brother said it best. When I passed, we used to have these conversations, cheerfully, not sad though. You know, and we would always joke about it. You know, uh, he said he would tell me, "Hey man, when I pass, hey man, don't have all the people coming in our fake crying over my cast." <laughs> And he meant that. And um, yeah. it was a joke until it wasn't a joke. And then I had to experience that firsthand, you know, and see all the level of the the movement. It's it's a lot to process after you come from a funeral sometimes. Sometimes you yeah. it's years yeah. worth of process. I'm still processing. My brother passed 2018. I'm still processing. I ain't even processed not even a, a quarter of it yet. You know what I'm saying? 
And yeah. I told myself, though, man, when I go, I just want to be create cremated. I don't want I don't want nobody to profit off my pain. I'm talking about from the funeral home directors. These chumps is all about about <laughs> <laughs> your family. They don't care about you. You probably did, man. Ain't no telling what these, how these people is handling you. They, man, it is, it's insane. It's a lot to process. Like that's what I'm saying. I just don't want. For sure. I don't want, For sure. I don't want. I don't want the show, and I don't want the profit off my pain. Put me in the jaw full of ashes, man, because I'm already moved on anyway. You know. Right. Right. <laughs> right. And I guess once we realize that about life, man, you know, we go, we gone, and, and then you know, this the process to get there. I mean, it's it's when it's your time, it's your time, you know. And I don't know, like you said, it's 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 become a um a, a show or some some type of show. You know what I'm saying? To appear at a funeral and, and show out or do whatever it is, dress nice or however you want to call it, whatever you want to do it. Life is a you know, media circuit right now, man. It's exactly, a, man. Yeah, Life everything is, is, is everything is for posts and likes. It's rough, Jersey. man. I mean, the world is just under a, a, a rough in a rough situation right now, you know. Yeah. And you can't do nothing but take it one day at a time, you know. And like you said, when you land on that on your deathbed. You you know the ones that love you and you know the ones that's there for you or really even care about you. You know right. when 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 you in a death life or death situation and you about to check out of here, you know the ones that's showing up so and the ones that don't even give a care. You know. So, so basically, you said in other words, you got your wife, you got your loved ones, you got your day one partners that'll drive you to that hospital. And then you got yeah. some family and you got some friends that'll whip out their phone and record you while you have them or they tell you, man, it's crazy. For sure, man. I mean, hey man, life, God show you a lot, man. It puts you on your on in a situation where you can see it all. That's right. You know what I'm saying? And when you open your eyes to see it, just believe what you see. And, and, be, and, thankful don't, and, and, and be thankful for that. Then you know what I'm saying? And roll on. Yeah. You know, and take take life for what it is. And like you said, life is it's a it's a pressure, man. It's yeah. a pressure every day, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, but we gonna be all right, though. You know what I'm saying? You know, jump even jumping back to that heart like, attack thing, man. Yeah. Okay. For sure. For sure. You know, man, jumping uh, back to that thing, man. I, I was blessed. Go ahead. Yeah, I was blessed. I was blessed to walk out of there, man, in, in two or three days. And um, and they, I had a hundred percent blockage on my right side, eighty percent blockage on my left side. And um, they had to go in and and uh, put three stents in my heart. Hello. That sound like a lot. That sound like a lot. That's that's yeah. just uh. For people that's not even knowing like 80% blockage, 100% block, break that down like to so they can think in their mind how it was you functioning. Because it sounded like you wasn't really supposed to even be functioning. Right, exactly. I wasn't supposed to be functioning. And um, I was blocking yeah. out, you know, trying to get to my wife or whatever so I can get to the hospital. You know, my, my whole right side was going limp. You know, I was, you know, I was just dizzying out, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, God saw favor in me to get to where I was going so I can make it to the hospital, you know? Definitely. And and the doctor was even saying, 
Exactly. They took for the second chance that God then gave us this for we so you can be blessing us today with all this information. And we thankful for you, man, because yeah. whether people know it or not, you a gift. We all a gift to each other, friends, yeah. family, and which Christ was a gift to us. So we appreciate you being a gift to us and being able to be. And to everybody that have a perfect relationship with you. Man, God bless you. And tell the people what they can reach you with and what's your contact. And um, you know, anything you want to wrap up, anything you want to shout out, or anything you just want to leave the people with, man. So they can think about. Hey man, I just say live life, treat people good, man, and good to come to you. And just know whatever you're doing out here in this world, God is watching. And um, just just keep it tight, man, with your family and your loved ones, because you never know when you're gonna check out of here. That's right. And, and you know, and I'm I'm in the city. You'll see me around on Po Boy. You see Po Boy coming through. Po Boy coming to help you. That's you right. know what I'm saying? They're making me turn a sad situation into a happy one. That's what I do. Definitely. Definitely. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but I appreciate you uh, for giving me a, a call out or whatever for this yeah. solid pressure it- thing. We definitely gonna you know, be touching back. You already know this ain't the uh, last soap. time. Time hearing in. We gonna get another check in with you and uh, touch on some other things next time. Yeah. But we gonna wrap it up. This solid pressure. I am Barbie the energy, and we had T Love today dropping them heavy gems. Man, God knows your heart, and He knows this man heart, and that's why we still is here, still going, still living, still breathing, still strong. Man, love. You know what I'm saying? Love. That's the key in communication. Love you. Yes, sir. All right. Love you too. Solid Love. pressure. Yay! This is the Silent Pressure Podcast, and I am Barbie the Energy.